Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800 610 5739. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radio Law Talk. Dot com. Welcome back out to hour two of the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. That's Radio Law Talk. We are nine to noon every Saturday Pacific time on your radio. Thank you all our affiliates. I believe we're, I forgot the number, but we're in the hundred or hundred plus range now of affiliates. We love being on the air. We love to talk to our uh, listeners. If you want to call in at 855-LAW-RADIO. Or afterwards, a lot of time this is played on Sundays or Mondays. If, you want to li- if you're listening to us and we're not live, go ahead and email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Are you serious? Yes, and that's what you can do to ask us some questions or comment. We love to hear from you. Sometimes we can't. Uh, do the things you ask us to do. A lot of people say, hey, I want you to t- talk about this. Sometimes we just cannot, but we appreciate your your notes and everything. Um, just remember, uh, we are talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. Seek local counsel and go to our website to look at the, uh, and read the disclaimers. That's the most important thing. Where you can use this, we always say, is around the dinner table when someone says they say, you just counter it with, well, according to Radio Law Talk, this is what happens. Today we're going to talk up this afternoon, I mean, uh, well, this morning, sorry, uh, we're going to talk about uh, our two, Alec Baldwin, Cosby, and we, we just can't avoid the Penn State swimmer um, transgender issue. Um, again, we're politically neutral here on, on Radio Law Talk, but you, we will lay out both arguments on that, uh, the positive and the negative <clears throat> for some uh, women and the competition. Uh, myself, Fred Penny, I do come from a perspective uh, that's pretty close, as my daughter was an NCAA Division One swimmer and uh, would have to uh, had de- dealt with this. Um, but I know exactly what's going on as in the when they talk about the swimming records that that she is now um, setting, they're not like just beating a, a normal record like the records are beat. They're smashing the women's records that just so far out there. And I understand and know this when you're in swimming 
say, a 1,500-meter freestyle, you'd be shocked when you see it's a matter of tenths of seconds or even a second is going to be the difference between number one and number two where she just, and again, I'm not jumping against this. I'm just telling you this is what's, this is how dramatic it is. Almost one-minute difference in the time from the first place the girl and him, her, sorry, the 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 new uh, gal that came in. And there are, and we're talking about this. The issue is, and I say him because I was looking at, he, he uh, she was a swimmer, and it showed that when he was a he, all the different, you know, the... The, uh, the times. Yeah, the, the record, times yeah. That, he, that he was doing, and, and at the time, and uh, was, I'm going to say, a, a moderate swimmer, not, not super successful as a male, but... Um, it's just the amount of the difference is what's shocking to me and in, in the times. It's just like night and day. And I'm so, sure this will come up in the discussion, but he said, I see myself as like Jackie Robinson. Or she said. She's well, a, so she yeah. Yes. Yeah. She so, said, yes. So what's interesting that, that I find in this whole thing is, and, and we talked about this, usually we talk about topics, right? And it's, well, the left is this, and the middle, and the left and the right are this way. This is all over the board. There's no okay. The left, left uh, people who who lean left say this. The people who lean right say this. It's it's all over the board. There's no specific, you know, Democrats say this, Republicans say that. It's all over the board. So, what a very interesting time this is, and I think it's going to be difficult for the NCAA to figure this out. And we're going to talk about it, Denise and Todd, about how they're changing. Um, the NCA kind of right in the middle of the season things, and now there's uh, talks about lawsuits, and this thing's clearly going to have some lawsuits. And didn't we talk about this earlier when someone else um, that uh, transitioning uh, from a male to a female was also uh, playing something else, and the girls brought a lawsuit. I can't remember which that one. We talked about that track. probably a year ago. This was, was track. That track, yeah. Yes, it and was. I think it was Delaware, wasn't it? It, or, it uh, was. It was. Uh, it was in. I think it was Math, uh, Connecticut. Yeah. And it was the high school students because they were concerned that because they're not they're getting beat um, when they're junior senior, it's affecting their ability to get college oh, offers yes, that's right. going forward. So well, we've I talked about that. it also in the context of um, bathroom rights. Oh, um, yeah, remember right. in locker room. Yeah, um, dressing rooms, right. bathrooms. Yes, right. exactly. Right. Right. So, but then you funny you know, I know a lot of NFL players and I've talked to NFL players. You talk about bathroom rights, there uh, the gender issue, there's women reporters walking right in there right when they're undressed. And it just seems like it's a little less I guess it's not as tight as it was in the 60s and the 70s. and the. You know, that used you know, to be a big deal at one yeah. time. And then more women started covering and then they started it, pressing and saying, well, deal. we're, we're going to see yeah. you naked. That's it's still not a big it, deal, yeah. I guess. So wow. things change, you know. I mean, remember, don't you remember when your parents said stuff and, and things were changing during our, our era? And they're like, this is crazy, you guys. are." <laughs> we're kind of like, wow, that's a big change compared to when we were kids. They're- Yes. I sound like my parents, don't you? Yes, and I have to be very careful about what I say that that is mimicking my grandparents and my parents. Yes. Because we used to, you know, have like a special name for certain nuts as well. Yeah. you oh, can't it's just use crazy. this. You can't, and you and you yeah. don't even think about it because it comes out because you were a child. Yeah, you know, and you're and you never put that context on it. And my dad, I remember my dad. That ACDC, you guys are just you know, <laughs> that is not music. 
remember that. And well, it turns out he was right. He but was anyway. right. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love no, it. I know, but isn't that funny how yeah it how changed, things change makes things change, and you just kind of go, huh? And, you're, and our kids are looking at us going, "What, Dad? You sound like an old fogey." But we're going to talk about the Penn State swimmer. But let's let's do another case or no case. We got a good one, Cal. I do, and here it comes for you right now. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Both members of an Oakland, California couple are in the Air Force, stationed back east. They had a house in the Oakland Hills, which is not cheap, as you might know, but they rented it out while they were being on, you know, while they were stationed out at their duty. They came home and asked the renting family to please move because they want their house back. And they have to pay that family $6,500 so they can move back into their own home. It's true. So they immediately wanted to know if that cost was legal, and they asked their lawyer through a foundation who defends civil liberty matters. They asked that lawyer, do I have a case or no case? And, Mr. Penny, I think you're first on this. First question, how the heck can a military couple afford to buy or own a home in Oakland Hills? Might have been inherited. I don't know. Yeah, because I know the (laughs) Oakland Hills area. Boy, Those are very... Very expensive homes. Crazy homes. Like, yeah, crazy. probably right now, 2022, there's some homes up there in the 10 to $12 million range. I don't know how. Well, this that, is a little 1,600-foot bungalow. It's only $2.5 million. No, I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's still, it would yeah. be for sure over a million. So yeah, the answer yeah. is I could see California. I mean, I'm going to talk in general terms. California is very liberal when it comes to um, – the rights of tenants, and uh, it, it is very difficult to kick someone out as a tenant in a home. It's different. The laws are different when it comes to commercial, but when it comes to tenants in a home or an apartment, very, very pro-tenant, and we're going to talk about that when we come back, and I got an opinion. Even though I don't do that type of law, I have a general opinion. We'll be back. So we'll get the answer to that. Get Todd and Denise's answer on case or no case as well. That's as we continue right here on Radio Law Talk. If you stay there, we promise we'll be right back. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time. Today, I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, 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 car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack Car Wash. 
So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, no. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info. At radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. We're back to uh, trying to figure out another one of Cal's awesome case or no cases. <laughs> this is you. about the Oakland Hills of California which, by the way, have issues of burning down, yep. um, but is the very, very expensive homes in that area. Um, they, uh, a couple that were in the military left and rented their home out in the Oakland Hills, came back 
uh, after it was time to uh, come back into their home, and the renter said, uh-uh, you're not coming back in, and they had to pay $6,500 to get the renters out, pay and the renters 6500 right. And the renters said, it's the law. Uh-huh. This is, you don't have any option. You have to pay me this money. So they went to their lawyers. Right. And exactly. is it a case or no case? And what's the yeah. outcome? The answer is very clear. The answer is, yes, it is a case. California has very liberal pro-tenant laws. I don't know that area of law, but I'm telling you, there's probably something that they were able to uh, use to get money out of this the owners of this home. I say it's a case. Yes, they had to pay the 6500 and the tenants win. Very well. And Smokey the Bear came in there and checked things <laughs> out. Smokey Bear came in. Mr. Kunin, what say you on this matter of the asking tenants to leave your home that you own and paying them handsomely to do so? What, what year did this happen? Uh, fairly recently. Fairly, fairly recently. Yeah, within the last okay. five years. So, so the nebulous fairly recently within the last five years. Yeah, I'm not going to give you a year because I don't know what it is. Okay. All right. So uh, based upon that, I'm going no case on this one. I'm I'm just I'm thinking Cal. If you go back to last week, and then you get this week, Cal has been on this no case kick. I think it's how many no cases can I get in a row or multiple weeks with multiple no cases per show, two or more? How many can I squeak by before it becomes patently obvious that that I you know is I've, that is that your final answer, Todd? And that's going to be my final answer. I'm saying no case. So those of you who said no case, who would that be? Oh, Denise oh, hasn't Denise, gone yet. Thank you. Good. You scared oh me from gosh, it. I was already. Scared I, me. I, I had the sounder already. Okay. What about you, Denise? What do you say? <laughs> well, right now, well, there's been um, uh, moratorium on all um, unlawful detainer actions because of COVID, and um, even before that, uh, COVID came in. There was also unlawful detainer actions were so expensive and um, and people had to pay their tenants to get them out sometimes. So in Oakland Hills, that is notoriously probably rent controlled for certain residences in that area. And so um, I'm going to say that it is a case and that they have to pay the $6,500 that they go to their lawyer and their lawyer says, yep, you have to pay it. Um, wait, does that mean there's a case? Yeah, Kate, you're saying there's a case. The I'm lawyer says you have to pay me and you have to pay them is what the lawyer said probably. Yeah, Yeah, but I, the question <laughs> is if they go to the lawyer and they're told that it is the law, maybe there's no case. Well, the tenant – True the, scenario, no case. Oh, so I'm uh, the only one that says uh, there's a case. Uh, okay, so those okay. of you who say no case, Raise that would hand. be Todd and Denise. Oh, Todd. Oh. Yes, you followed oh, Todd. Oh, oh, Todd. Oh, Todd. I, I you guys know did, better. You know what? She had her her mouth away from the uh, mic, and she said a curse word. Oh, I did. She That's said okay. flip, potty, She's, potty. Okay, I now. love it. Please. I love you it. know what? That means Todd's ahead of you now. Oakland has no, no. What, what, oh no, you won. I won. I want you to hear this. This is important now. Okay. I did a lot of research into this. So, Oakland has what they call a uniform relocation ordinance. It requires landlords to pay tenants thousands of dollars if they're evicted through no fault of their own. Like, you know, my kids are moving in or I want to move back into my own house or whatever like that. If they don't pay rent, then they don't get that little extra money. Tenants' rights advocates say the ordinance helps displaced renters afford first and last in a very expensive area. And uh, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals got a hold of this case. They glossed over this one simple fact. And that is that the law 
uh, the ordinance passed in Oakland requiring these payments was passed after these other people had rented the house. And the Ninth Circuit said, well, that's okay. Pay them anyway. Ninth Circuit is known to do that. They they retroactively apply or Yes, retroactively apply laws all the time. Right. And the right to own is the right Did you know that the general belief is the Ninth Circuit is the most liberal uh, appellate circle circuit in the United States? And it is not. It's actually, uh, everyone's like, oh, that's, that's a real liberal one. It's actually not. There's others that are more liberal than the Ninth Circuit. It's not quite as liberal as everybody thinks it is, even though some think it is. Um, but wait, Fred, there's more. Oakland requires the landlord to pay seven thousand four hundred and forty-seven to vo- to vacate a studio or one bedroom, nine thousand to vacate a two-bedroom house, eleven thousand to vacate a three-bedroom house, Ooh. and if the renter's household is low income, two thousand dollars more than that. So you talk about tenant-friendly Oakland, California, and that, friends, is. Case or no case. You know what? In Malibu, California, you ready for this? Yep. A lot of homes there, they're renting out, because I was looking into this, for the 65000 a month range. Now, do you what? kick them out? Do- dollars? <laughs> dollars <laughs> per month, not per year. Wow. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, what do you do when they're like, I'm holding over? All right, pay me the 65000 bucks a month, and uh, you can hold over all you want. But- now, next hour, Mr. Yeah. Penny. We're going to go to Louisiana and an area in which you have some expertise. Fast food franchises for case or no case. That's next hour. So Schmick stay tuned Donald's. for that. Yeah. And McDonald's. <laughs> Jambalaya. Jambalaya Freddy. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so next, next hour. Nice. Nice. So we were going to talk about three different things. Baldwin, Cosby, and the Penn State swimmer this hour. And so Alec Baldwin's been in the news about rust and the shooting. And that's kind of all you've heard about. But little did you know, and we carry, we covered this on Radio Law Talk in the past, we're going to talk about another lawsuit. Not that there's one. There is one going on with him involved in it. I didn't, they have brought lawsuits in Rust. But there's another lawsuit with Alec Baldwin going on that we haven't talked about much. And we're going to talk about it and the outcome when we come back after these great messages. Thank you, Fred, and thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk wherever you're doing so, on your favorite local radio station or on RadioLawTalk.com, either live or by delay. Just remember, you can stream Radio Law Talk free every Saturday and listen to our podcasts, and there is no charge for doing so because we love it when you listen. We'll be back. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up. After we break away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, 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 qu
Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560-29. Are you serious? That is Armadillo. Now... Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. We're back here again talking a little bit about Alec Baldwin. Um, Prior to the rust issue, uh, Alec Baldwin, um, around 2018, was uh, outside uh, in a parking area, and, and rightfully so. Alec Baldwin was, you know, this was New York City. Finding a parking place is like winning the lottery, right? And apparently uh, Alec was waiting for a spot to open, and he actually, you know how you pull in and someone's backing out, and he's sitting there waiting patiently as they pull out. And as they back out, this guy, another guy, races up there and and goes right in there while Alec was sitting there waiting patiently, and they get in a little, you know, little tussle, and the argument, there's an argument whether or not Alec you know, punched him or pushed him, and the guy's saying that, you know, he did a lot of stuff to him and punching and pushing him, and, and Alec says, no, I barely bumped the guy, and, and, and the guy sued Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he, he, the, the individual said, Baldwin punched me in the jaw, punched me in the jaw, and Baldwin's like, I pushed you, you know, so. And actually big, didn't push, just kind of, what yeah. you say, the, he, I don't know, not, not like a nudge, but... A and, slight forearm, I would think. Yeah. And, well, and parking's both, difficult in New York. Well, yeah, it is and a so, hotly contested you issue. And so, you know, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin had been waiting for this one parking spot to open up, and this other person came in and took the spot. So already tensions are high. Well, you know, fighting in New York over a parking spot is valid, in my opinion. <laughs> it should be a valid thing. Let's fight over it. But uh, the, didn't the court throw this guy's uh, case out at first? Well, there was one part of the case uh, because they went back and forth with defamation claims. I mean, there's, right. the, there's the claim about whether or not there was contact. But then uh, one person filed, I think Baldwin filed a defamation claim saying, hey, you went public with this and I didn't do that. And then. And then the guy filed a defamation claim uh, against Baldwin because Baldwin went on Ellen DeGeneres' show and said something. And, and that one, 
that defamation claim filed by the guy against Baldwin because of statements made on DeGeneres, that got tossed by the judge. But in the last week, they still had issues outstanding. And they settled the case. They settled their case. And, and how much did Alec Baldwin pay? They we won't don't say. know. <laughs> how much Any does a parking space cost? Non-disclosure. Or what's some, worth? Some, they, are, they, they well, have yeah. no cost. They're, yeah, they're crazy, you know. yeah. And I, uh, look, what's it worth uh, uh, a guy nudged? Uh, uh, look, at worst, he pushed the guy and punched him. At worst, at best, he nudged him, according to Alec Baldwin, right? So let's say it's somewhere in between. What's the value of those damages? Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, under, My, the underlying yeah. traffic por- part of this is that Alec Baldwin was ordered by the court to do anger management and to pay a $120 fine. So right. going in, that's already against Alec Baldwin. Right. The the question that I have, and we may never know the answer to this one, but I wonder if to what extent, if at all, the legal troubles he has he's facing with Rust had any bearing That's on this case exactly. from the perspective of I mean I don't think that the plaintiff the the, the guy who took his spot I don't think he's going to go you know what you're really facing a lot of stuff I, I it's okay I don't I conversely I don't think he's saying oh my gosh Mr. Baldwin I'm sorry I know what you're accused of there and you please stay away I will drop my lawsuit I don't think that has anything to do with it but I wonder if Baldwin's like look if we're fighting over a trivial sum I have so much, so much. I have bigger fish to fry right now. I don't want to deal with this. So, give him the twenty thousand bucks and let's move just, on, or just, whatever just it is. Just go right? away. Yeah. I, I got a lot of other things I'm working on. Sure. Can, Nuisance can you value. take this and just go? Nuisance. All right, I'm going to disagree with you guys as the plaintiff's lawyer. Okay, ready for this? Yes. Or as the plaintiff's lawyers, you can win all the cases you want, but what's the most important thing? Collecting, collecting, collecting on the judgment. And if something happens with Rust and takes Alec Baldwin down, I'm not saying that it's going to. The plaintiffs are going, we better get our money while we can. Now, exactly. Go after it. Find out the insurance. Find out the uh, how much the insurance will or pay. Or the insurance probably won't cover it because if it's an intentional act, most insurance companies will not cover. If you push or hit someone, most insurance companies will not cover you for that. No, but they will right. provide you with Kumis counsel usually. Ye- so they usually. usually try to pay you with a defense or at least help you defense, especially if – Non-intentional acts are also and, and they try to settle. I mean, I, right? Yeah. Yes, a lot of absolutely. times, plaintiffs. It's funny. Yeah. They a lot of times, plaintiffs' lawyers will allege negligence instead of an intentional act of hitting. Why do they do that? Because insurance. Tap into insurance. insurance. But they don't. You, you know, they don't. Because a lot of times there is negligence. But in this case, Alec Baldwin can probably afford to pay without the insurance coverage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And some insurance policies are diminishing policies. Right. So the costs of defense come out of the top and they're, they're top line. So you also have to find that out very quickly as a, right. um, a, an attorney. So you're saying if you had a million-dollar liability and it cost them – $75,000 to defend that, that would come out of the million? Is that what you're right. saying? Yes. Oh, and okay. some policies okay. are like that. And that would also require an analysis of the plaintiff's attorney in the parking case. We'll just call it the parking plaintiff. To take a look at the Rust case, if, if they're doing that, and say, well, we know that you have to have insurance, not just work comp, but you have to have insurance, liability insurance on the set, because it's required. you got to have bonds and all that. And if 
if we think that the facts of the Rust case are such that that insurance policy won't kick in and Baldwin will be personally liable for damages, I get why that's even more a, an issue here. He's not going to have any money because insurance is not going to pay out on what happened in New Mexico, even if Smokey the Bear wasn't involved. Might not. <laughs> Depends. Alec Baldwin could win that yeah, case. He could. Still. He could. It's, there's there's uh, it's just no fun what he's going through. I don't care what everybody says what happened or don't like they, if they don't like Alec Baldwin. He's he's going through a lot right now. It know? takes he, years he, off your life, that level oh, of stress. Yes, I'm sure that it does. Yeah, and he does have a past of, of kind of yeah, um, some interactions with photographers and, and different people. Well, I'm sure Cameron. they bug him. You know, he probably gets tired. But here's the interesting thing. You know, out of all this, I learned something. And this is a side note trivia. I did not know Alec Baldwin has seven children. That's a really? lot. Wow. That's a number of children. Seven he, children. One with um, um, his first wife. Oh, gosh, she's a beautiful actress. I can't remember her name right now. Uh, and then the other six is with Hilaria. With Hilaria. Oh, was yeah. it all with her? The other six? The other six with... are with Hilaria. Yeah, oh, he was married to one. Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Yes, there we go. Oh, oh and, and he had issues. Do you remember back in the Big day time. there was the uh, – there was the – uh, voice message that he allegedly left very you know harsh comments made for his daughter with uh Kim Basinger that was alleged to have been on a voicemail and they played that and boy talk about you know celebrities have folks that are that are there to rehabilitate their image <laughs> talk about somebody earning their money there <laughs> right with everything he has gone through and uh wow yeah you Kim know. Basinger got sole custody she did um, based upon that, in part, that that message. In I'm gonna part. have to. The daughter's probably Alec Baldwin's a handsome guy, and Kim's a beautiful lady, and I bet that that young daughter of theirs is probably a, an attractive gal. Well, how old would she be now? I she th- I think she's in her twenties. And then Hilaria adopting the well, sort of Hispanic personality—that's a whole separate issue. I do, that has come I do up have as a well, son interesting. right now. I mean, Todd's too old, but I have a 27-year-old son. <laughs> well, let, let me let me clarify that. Todd's too old for Alec Baldwin's daughter, <laughs> but maybe just a little bit older would be okay. Not too old for Kim Basinger. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I okay. Confession, confession here. When Kim Basinger was in Batman with Michael Keaton oh back boy, in '89, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I had a crush on her. That's a shocker. You've had a crush on different ladies, but your your crush today is not Ruth Bader Ginsburg like I had. But your crush today is on. Oh, we well, know who it is. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, well, go. actually, Scarlett Johansson and. Elizabeth Hurley. Not going to lie, there's something about Liz Hurley that's just. Hugh, <laughs> was it Hugh? Nobody can blame you, Todd. Hugh Grant. What yep. were you thinking? What were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> she must have left him. Yeah. <laughs> All I gotta say yeah. is, we're, let's roll in. Let's roll into Bill Cosby, right? All right. Well, well okay. so when we we've talked about the Bill Cosby case from the beginning, this was a case that was very interesting um, from a legal standpoint, not the issue. Now, let's believe it or not, we're stepping aside of the issues of the case of sexual harassment, sexual assault, all that stuff. And I know people are like, oh, you're exposed to all that stuff. No. As lawyers, male and female, we're interested in the legal aspects of it, right? And when we come back, we're going to talk about how we nailed exactly or almost exactly what happened in the case. We foresaw it. And now what is going on up to the Supreme Court and kind of the process and behind the scenes of what the Supreme Court is deciding 
right now on the Bill Cosby case. We'll be back after this. Fascinating stuff, and it's all coming up right now next on Radio Law Talk after we take a quick break. We hope you'll stay tuned, and, of course, we thank you for listening. RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Oh, stop it. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Back about Cosby. Uh, go back to RadioLawTalk.com and look at our podcast where we talk about Cosby from the beginning. The appellate court overturned his conviction due to the fact that, make a long story short, among other things, but the main thing was the prior um, district attorney's office told them they would not prosecute him and uh, if he would go ahead and go in the civil case and testify in the civil lawsuit case. And so he agreed to that, and the testimony in the civil case uh, damaged him to the point where it was substa- a substantial factor, they're claiming, in, in him being convicted. Uh, the, uh, and then what happened is later on, the, the new sheriff coming in, it's not a sheriff, but the DA said, I don't care what the other DA agreed to, the other government official agreed to, I'm going to prosecute you, and he prosecutes uh, Cosby. And on that, the appellate court and the Supreme Court, right, overturned the, it. The Pennsylvania, the, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, Supreme yes. Court uh, overturned his conviction and said, you're going free. Now, the district attorney's office, or in Pennsylvania, I don't know what they call it, um, uh, or prosecutors, are now going to the United States Supreme Court saying, you know, please re-implement this this conviction. Now, what happens, the process is, in this case, the the, uh, prosecutor or the state or the county or whatever is going to the Supreme Court and they lay out, Look, you know, will you hear this? The Supreme Court doesn't automatically hear it, and they believe it or not the statistics. And I wish I had it in front of me, but it's very low. One percent. One percent. One percent of all petitions. Right. One percent of all people who go in to ask the Supreme Court to hear their case, only one percent they agree to hear. And usually, it's got to be heard because it's a major issue nationally, not specific to that case. And that's where the issue's coming in here. And and Cosby's uh, lawyers are basically saying, look, this is, this is case-specific. It's not an issue of uh, a sexual assault or anything. It's a case-specific issue where this specific DA or prosecutor promised and agree as the government they will not prosecute him, and he detrimentally relied on that. Yeah, the, the, the cases that the Supreme Court usually brings up or listens to especially are where you have – a decision that holds one way out of one appellate court, and then you've got a similar issue where another appellate court on a different case has decided things differently, and now the Supreme Court has to say, okay, we've got competing decisions here. We've got to clean this up. Those are ones where they'll 
they'll really uh, have an interest in taking those up. Others are, is this something that's going to happen over and over again and really needs to be cleaned up? And I agree with the uh, – I, I tend to agree with the defense on this one, which is – yeah, this is a very isolated, specific case because if if the argument for the district attorney is, hold on, we got a bunch of verbal agreements that we made that we want to go back on. This is going to throw a monkey wrench into everything that we do. Uh, that's a separate and distinct issue. I still don't think the court needs to take it up. And I'd like, I think the court may take it up just because in the Cosby case, it was verbal, but then there was a press release that came out that said that they were not going to arrest Cosby because there wasn't enough evidence. And the question becomes, does that language create immunity for Cosby? And, and that's the real issue that can Cosby rely on that written press relief as being immunity agreement and for right? me if exactly but for me the if the supreme court was going to take it up i'd want him to take it up for this proposition i don't think that anyone is pencil in pennsylvania is saying there was not an agreement there is plenty of evidence that there was an agreement the guy who made the agreement testified there was an agreement so the whole issue here is, well, should it be enforceable if it wasn't in writing? Can we apply contract law to this agreement? And I think that, well, whether it was in writing or not, you can't argue that there was no agreement. And you certainly can't argue that Cosby detrimentally relied on that agreement. He would have never testified in that deposition if – there was no agreement. And based upon those two factors, I think the writing aspect is irrelevant. And if the court wants to clean that up, so be it. Yeah, well, I think personally that the courts are not going to touch it. I don't it. think they're going to touch Just it. Just because also you have to remember there's two um, justices, Supreme Court justices, that have had allegations um, similar. Right. Not, not, not no, similar. Not as Not bad. as like no. I can't say that. But they have had s sexual um, abuse kind of allegations, and I don't think that this one's ripe for that. No, the I one wasn't think... ever a sexual abuse. I just want to make sure we're clear. It was, yeah, yeah. There, yes, t sexual misconduct. Misconduct. Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you. Not Sorry, abuse. Yeah. you're exactly right. Yeah, I, don't want to I, use I, that I used word. the wrong word. Yes. It yes. was just sexual misconduct. And it was alleged. I'm not alleged allegations. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, and not the newer one. That. I'm talking about the, even the older one. So way I, back I feel like the court is not going to touch this if there's not a good reason to touch it, and there's not. They're not touching it. They're not. But I. Kind of wish they would in a way. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. I feel like having more clarity on what constitutes an immunity agreement and if it has to be in writing is important. No, let me tell you, and I'm, this is where we really I have a major disagreement here. This irritates me to no end that you rely on the government. The government comes in and promises something, and it's clear that it happened, and yet they turn back on you, and you detrimentally relied on that. When that starts to happen, goodbye to our Constitution and the government, and it's going to take over and just pound us. And it's going to politicize not. that it whole is. issue. And it's going to yeah. – it bothers me that they do yeah. that. No matter what – I'm not justifying in any way what Cosby may or may not have done. That's not the issue. Everyone's like, well, he's like, that's not the issue. The issue is when the government walks in and says – Yes, we're not going to prosecute you, and yes, you stand up and testify and put yourself at risk because he has the he has the right not to testify, and he does that knowing he has that immunity, and they turn it the minute someone else comes into office is a major tragedy in this country. Okay, so I'll give you one thing that it just occurred to me that's on the other side of the coin that, de that deals with this, and it's this. 
It's not an agreement by the DA, but a police officer is interrogating a suspect. They read them the rights, the person agrees to talk to him, but is hesitant to give any information, and they're sure that that guy is the perp. And then the police officer says, I'll tell you what, if you tell me what really happened, I don't think the prosecutor's going to prosecute. I'll put in a good word for you. Sometimes they even outright, they don't say lie, they say, I employed a ruse, something that's completely false, and an incriminating response is made. That's different. Wait, no, that's no, no, different. No, on, I don't think the police they, they, have the authority to let, do immunity. Let me, let, let me finish this. Let me well, finish. They have said something, and whether they have the authority to not, the person detrimentally relies on what they think is a promise from an official and makes a statement, and that turns out to not be the case. And I think that if there's any concern here in this case, it's that the prosecutor thinks that, well, where's the slippery slope? Because if Cosby is able to claim that right. here, how, how far down the hill is that going to roll? Are we going to see people on other investigations now say, well, if the government made a promise not in writing there through the cop, then how come we don't have this same treatment right. over here? And, and there may be a concern. I just don't know how far down Here's the hill the that rolls. Here's the difference. Completely different set of facts. Number one, did the police officer, would he stand up and testify, yes, I promise this individual he will not be prosecuted? Um, no, that you did not say that. In that scenario, the officer said, I think I'll be leaning on you or maybe I'll, I'll talk to the DA. No, that's not a promise of not going to prosecute. This is the head person in charge of prosecution, yes. the number one man at the time, he was a man, the man at the time, that said you will not be prosecuted and this individual stood up in the trial, testified under oath, yes, that was the agreement. Yeah, the, clearly he had yeah. authority. Police don't have authority to give immunity. It, 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 DAs it, do. It is, it is viewed from the perspective of the person that has to determine whether it's authority. I'm telling you, a suspect in custody thinks the cop has the authority to do that. They think they, they might be wrong, but they think it. And do cops come in and testify to promises and agreements that they made? They do it all the time, and you know what they say? They never say, I lied. They say the same thing all the time. Yes, I employed a ruse because oftentimes people are not truthful with us. So I employed a ruse to see if he would take the bait and give us an incriminating statement, and he did. So the question is... Yes, and is, that's been de uh, deemed to be legitimate. Yeah. It's a tactic that is accepted by so police officers. if a police officer says, you will not be prosecuted for this case if you tell me what happened... I think that gets overturned in the Supreme I Court. I do, too. I agree, because that's different than just suggesting that yes. we'll talk to the DA yes. and, and yeah. um, seek you know that, that impunity. Join us right for now. Hour 3. We're going to talk about more controversial stuff. That's what we do here on Radio Law Talk. Uh, we're going to talk about the Penn State swimmer, and we've got some interesting facts. That's coming up next hour on Radio Law Talk at 6 minutes after, live on many local radio stations and always live at radiolawtalk.com via live stream or via podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be back at six minutes after the hour. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. 
Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most, finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better, end the painful finger sticks, and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. 800-396-0150 That's 800-396-0150